Hi, my girlfriend. Welcome back to Above Par. Super happy you are here and listening, enjoying your winter, hopefully. But either way, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I hope you're sharing it with your friends, your girlfriends. I hope you're implementing what you're learning in this podcast too, in your day-to-day life. Because today I want to talk about what a strong mental game takes, what it requires of you. Because often people will downplay the importance of the mental part of golf. It's the mental part of anything, right? But the mental part of golf, it just shows up so much more for us because golf just exposes our ability to do it, right? Or not do it. But often people think, oh, you know, I'm really good at my job. I handle stress well. Might be a trial attorney and I'm really successful. That's super stressful. I'll figure it out. I'll be able to handle it. And often we will have days that we're like, yeah, I can do it. Those are those are the green light days where it's like, not a problem. I can do this. See, it's there. I don't need to work on this part of my game. It's like saying, you know, you hit a good golf shot or you had a day where you drove it really well. And you're like saying, I got it. It's there. And you never practice again. Right? But then you go out the next day, you're like, where the heck did my driver go? I hit every fairway yesterday. What's going on? And our brains are like this too. We're going to have days that's super easy and other days it's challenging. And just like your golf game, if you don't know what to practice and to work on, then you're going to be floundering. So I find often that people don't give this part of the game, this impact, this part that impacts your game, enough weight or importance or value because they either figure they can muscle their way through it, they can practice their way through it, or that it's not that big of a deal. So what happens is they might get a tidbit from this podcast or an episode or listen to somebody else and they'll put it to work once and they think they got it and they're done until it shows up and they're like, wait a minute, what happened? Why do I feel like a mental basket case today when yesterday I felt so strong and assured and confident? This is part of being human. The thing that's most challenging is that we are working against our own brain. We are actually working against the negative bias that our brain has. It's looking for ways to protect us and looking out for things that can create emotional or social pain for us. So if we're not onto it and we just kind of lay down and don't do anything, it wins. So I want to go through seven traits that having a strong mental game on or off the golf course, which means you're creating more of your results on purpose, how you feel on purpose versus being at the effect of life in golf. And if you're deciding, yes, this is what I want, I don't want to be at the effect of my golf game. I don't want to be at the effect of people in my life. I want to be in charge and in control. I want to be the one driving the bus. Then this is what it requires. It requires first is awareness or curiosity. You got to be curious. You got to be, hmm, I wonder why that happened and what I was thinking and what I was feeling there. You've got to take the time and be aware. You can't change something that you don't know is there. I don't know if that was a double negative. (laughs) But if you don't know it's there, you can't change it. You got to be aware. So many people have blinders on. They're like, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to know what I think. I had a client tell me that, a college girl, (laughs) tell me, she goes, I don't want to know what I think. It's so interesting to me. Like, how do you want to not want to pay attention to what you're thinking? Because your thoughts are affecting everything that you do, whether you hear them and pay attention to them or not, right? So you want to have a level of awareness and curiosity 
about what's happening, how your thoughts and your emotions are impacting your golf game. And when they show up, that's the first thing you need to have. Then it requires a little vulnerability, right? Because it requires dealing with emotions. It requires being honest with yourself, not necessarily with me or anybody else, but you have to be honest with yourself on really what you're thinking and believing. You have to be okay with not being perfect, with being human, with being flawed, with needing work. We all need work. (laughs) We're a continuous process in that. If we want to keep leveling up, if we want to keep improving, if we want to keep having a better human experience, then there's always things that we can work on. So it requires some vulnerability on your part. It requires consistency, which is what I alluded to before, is that it's not one and done. It doesn't matter that you're not playing golf right now. If you're up in the North or you're in inclement weather, it doesn't matter. Your brain is still working. There's still things that you can be consistent about. There's still ways that you can direct your results and your thoughts and your emotions. And the more consistent you are, what happens is the faster it happens, which is the whole point when you're on the golf course, because we only have minutes or seconds before we have to hit our next shot. So you have to be willing to be consistent at. And what does that mean? Every day is ideal. Why not? You wake up every day and put your brain to work. Set an intention for your brain and start being aware every single day. Make it a habit, which requires the fourth thing, which is dedication. You have to want to do this. You have to be dedicated to it. And I think one of the ways that people get dedicated to working on the mental part of your game, which was me, is I saw the downside of not working on it. I saw the effect on my life and my results and how I felt by not working on it. And I don't want to go there again. I don't want to do it again. I have moments where, of course, I feel crappy because that's part of the human experience. I stay there less long. (laughs) That was bad English again. I don't stay there as long. I'm much more aware of it. I allow myself to be human and have my bad moments, but I don't start going down this whole rabbit hole or creating a whole bunch of negative momentum. And the more consistent you are, the more you learn about yourself and who you are, who you really are and what you really want, right? And how you really excel and what you're good at. It's about being consistent. It's about being dedicated. The fifth one is resilient. Golf is going to knock you down. You want to bounce back up. You got to bounce back up. The person who gets back up and starts going the fastest is the most resilient is the person who's going to have the best success. You're going to have crappy days. You're going to have crappy mental days. You're going to have crappy emotional days, golf days, life days. It requires you to be resilient, which then goes to the next trait that's worth having is grace. The more grace you can have for yourself, the more you can allow yourself to not be perfect and not judge yourself and to make mistakes and to have your own back, the stronger of a mental game you're going to have. The more you judge yourself and beat yourself up, it's counterintuitive. You're working against yourself. You're working against your confidence. Building that strong mental component of your golf game requires you to have some grace with yourself. And the last thing that I... I encourage you to have is a coach or a friend or help or a community. It's very hard to manage your brain on your own. It's hard to read the label from inside a bottle. So it's helpful to talk to somebody about it, to share, to bounce your thoughts off of somebody. It helps for them to hear your story because you can't hear your own story. And when you have somebody who can do that, 
then you pivot so much quicker. You don't get wrapped up in your story. Your story about why you're not playing as well as you should. The story about why you're not as long as you used to be. The story about why you struggle with your putting. Right? We all have stories. We have circumstances and situations in our life, and then we write a story in our head. And that story either serves us or it doesn't serve us. And then we believe our story, right? Because we're in the middle of it. So it's useful to have a coach or a friend or a community to listen to your story. Not for you to vent, but to, but to be more purposeful about it. Like, this is what I'm thinking about this. What do you think? Is it serving me? Is it not serving me? How am I upside down here? Because it doesn't feel so great. Super useful. My friends, if you want to build up the mental part of your game, if you want to build that up and be strong there on and off the golf course, it requires awareness, vulnerability, consistency, dedication, resilience, grace, and help a coach or a community. Are you up for that? What trade in there are you lacking in? Where do you need help? Which one could be a little bit stronger? Or you could put a little bit more work in. If you want help with any of these areas, make sure you get on my email list, kathyhartwood.com forward slash join. You'll get notified when any of my programs open up, my academy, Master Golf Brain, or coaching with me, where you can stay connected so that I can help you build a strong mental game this year. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.